Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Millionaire Muslim Podcast episode 13. I am Mohsin Patel and today we are going to be talking about something we get asked about a lot which is as a busy professional focusing on my career and on other things that I've got going on what are my investment options? So what we're going to do today in this podcast is I'm going to break that down for you so that by the end of this podcast you should be coming away with a really clear idea of what you need to be thinking about in terms of how to balance your portfolio and more importantly come away with some really clear practical steps that you can take to start making your money work better for you and if you don't come away with that then get in touch with me directly on mohsin at islamicfinanceguru.com and you can tell me off. So over the years through queries through the website and just talking to people in my network I've basically come to the conclusion that there are four broadly four types of people when it comes to busy professionals that want to invest. So you've got type one and type one is someone who wants to invest because they know that investing is a good way of growing your surplus money in the long term but this person is not really that interested in actually understanding the real intricacies of the stock market so you know they don't want to start picking companies themselves they don't want to start delving through the financial times and a bunch of accounts and all that stuff they just want to outsource the actual investment decisions but what they want to do is invest their money and have some exposure to the stock market because they understand that the stock market is probably the best platform to do that and I'll give you some statistics on that in a short while. The second person is someone who wants to invest um, and they want to grow their money in the long term as well but they want to do it more through a DIY approach so they actually do want to do all of the you know delving into the accounts and picking companies and so on and you'll know if you're this type of person because finding the next big company will be you know something that's really exciting to you so you might want to find the next Netflix or the next Amazon or you know so on and so forth um, so if that's really exciting to you you're probably a type two um, in, in this list and the third type of person is someone who wants to grow their money but not in the long term they want to do it in the short term so you often find this um, typically at sort of younger younger level um, and usually the way people say that they want to do it is through ch trading on the stock market and we won't actually be discussing this today but if this is you then do keep an eye out on the stuff that we've got going on because we've got something fairly exciting coming up on, on this element of trading and short-term investing hopefully inshallah and type four is someone who wants to grow their money but they're a bit dubious about the stock market they don't really fancy that and what they want to do is invest it through property rather than the stock market now again we're not going to be discussing property specifically on this podcast but if this is you then do keep listening because I've got a way that you can get exposure to the property market without having all the headache of managing tenants so keep on listening so this podcast is going to focus on the first type of person and that was the person who wants to invest for the long term and the way that they want to do that is through exposure to the stock market and 
what they don't want to do crucially is start picking companies themselves they want to outsource the whole investment decision um, and they, they don't really want to be delving into accounts so I want to paint a picture first of all of the type of person that we're talking about so let's say it's a guy called Bilal and Bilal works for an accountancy firm he puts away his pension money you know every month very diligently and every month he also has some spare money that frankly he could be putting to better use so what are Bilal's options we're going to go through that and we're going to break it down so the first thing to say about Bilal is that he's absolutely doing the right thing by putting money away diligently into his pension and the reason for that is when you factor in the fact that employer contributions are pretty much going to double your money before it's even been invested that's an absolutely absurd return if you think about it so that's brilliant so you're putting pension money away you know you, you're pretty much doubling it straight away because of your employer contribution and then the pension fund whoever it's with they're going to invest that money and you know hopefully that money is going to grow as well but one thing that Bilal and all of you guys absolutely need to do is make sure 100% that your pension is halal and there's a really neat and easy way of doing that which I'm going to share with you now. Now the reason all of this is important is because your your pension whoever it's with so your workplace will have a provider like Scottish Widows or Aviva or whoever they are and what they do with your money is they put it into a fund now that fund if you leave it as the default and you've not touched it then you need to be very very careful because the strong strong likelihood is that that fund is not a halal fund i.e they will be investing into some haram things so how do you sort this out really simple log into your platform check out what fund you're invested in there will be an option there to change what fund that you're invested in and there'll be a few different ways depending on the platform that it is but sometimes you can search directly on the platform so if you type in islamic um, or sharia or something um, it should come up with a list of funds that have that term in their title and if they have that term in their title then almost certainly it will be a sharia compliant fund but just double check the uh, the memorandum and just confirm that it has been certified as being sharia compliant and then all you do is make sure you do your research on whether you actually want to invest in that fund from you know an investment perspective um, and because that will be completely halal you then switch your investments into that halal fund and hey presto you've got your investments into a halal fund and your pension is now being invested in a halal way which is obviously absolutely crucial for us so the key steps are log in search for sharia or islamic in the fund section and as long as you're happy with it from an investment perspective then switch over your investment into one of or many of these funds so that you can ensure that all your pension money is now in a halal vehicle great so that's pension sorted which is brilliant because you've got money flowing through completely halal nice little passive 
nest egg being built up inshallah and hopefully the returns of that investment will bear fruit as well great so the second element then is Bilal's got his pension sorted and now he wants to focus on the surplus money that he has every month and he needs to think about the way that he's going to invest this money and the way he should think about that and the way that you guys should think about that is all about risk so you need to think about how much risk am I willing to take and that's an assessment that only you can make generally speaking the higher your risk the higher your reward will be generally speaking but of course the amount of risk that you can take will depend on things like what stage of life you're at what your circumstances are what you're investing for and so on and so forth so that's something that only you can answer but I'm hoping that as we go through this profile of Bilal you'll be able to apply it to yourself and be able to make a judgment call on how much risk that you can take in your investment so let's say Bilal is mid-30s he's got a wife he's got kids he's got a mortgage and all the usual outgoings to pay and he doesn't want to take a crazy amount of risks but at the same time he's still relatively young so he can afford to take some risk and if I were Bilal given that sort of profile I'd want some of my savings to be in something fairly low risk and fixed income and fixed income means that the return is pretty much guaranteed a bit like uh, rent on a rental property or a sukuk which is similar to a bond but structured in a halal way and the best way to get access to this fixed income type stuff is probably one of two ways I guess um, the first way that I would say is through a platform like Wahid and watch out because we've got a really good uh, in-depth review of Wahid coming out shortly inshallah so keep an eye out for that and Wahid is great because it gives you access and exposure to things like Sukuk which ordinary investors like you and me can't get you know we can't just um, log on somewhere and buy elements of a sukuk um, or you know go down to you know the local broker and buy uh, a sukuk or get exposure to a sukuk so Wahid is very good in that respect and this element of the portfolio is obviously very low risk because this is all fixed income type stuff so Wahid is great for that and if you are listening to this and the link isn't in the description yet then email me directly at mosin at islamicfinanceguru.com uh, because we'll have a link where you guys can get a £25 bonus for Wahid and the other option to think about in the whole fixed income space is property crowdfunding so I mentioned earlier that those of you who are interested in property had a neat trick for you where you could get exposure to property without having all the headache of tenants this is the way to do it so you get nowadays these property crowdfunding websites which you've probably heard of but if you've not heard of them basically you have platforms such as yielders or igloo crowd and what you do is you essentially buy shares in a property so let's say the property is a hundred thousand pounds and they have secured a 5% yield on it then you could buy let's say in theory as little as a thousand pound share and you would get your 5% return on your little share 
So that's a really good way of getting exposure to property without actually having to manage tenants because believe me, it is very, very troublesome or it can be very, very troublesome. And the great thing about all these platforms, Wahid, Igloo Crowd, Yielders and so on, um, is that they're FCA regulated. So these are fully regulated uh, institutions and your money should be relatively safe given the fact that they are regulated you know, it's not like we're putting money with some you know shady character down the street so that's exactly what we want we want good fixed income type stuff relatively safe and in terms of our overall portfolio how much as a percentage this fixed income type stuff takes again depends on your risk profile for somebody like Bilal, he probably wants the safe fixed income stuff type to be around maybe 10, 20% of his portfolio. So that way he gets the comfort of the fixed income exposure, but he's allowing the rest of his money to work a little harder in the stock market. And the reason I say that the stock market will work harder for him is because the statistics say that the stock market is probably the best investment class uh, as a whole. So the stock market tends to outperform other areas of investment. And I'm just going to pick out a couple of stats which back this up. But I won't go into too much detail, but just to give you a little bit of a flavor. So one stat that I found pretty crazy is that there's never been... A 20-year period where you wouldn't have made a gain in the stock market which is just mind-blowing really if you, if you think about it because if you've got a long enough viewpoint um, historically you are pretty much guaranteed a return which is just amazing and the other really interesting stat that I found was that UK stocks have delivered a 1,433% growth over the last three decades or so if you reinvested the dividends whereas property has only returned around 433%. Now don't get me wrong, 433% is a fantastic return as well but compared to 1,433% um, you know it doesn't really compare. So that gives you a flavour of why the stock market is so attractive as an investor because over a long period of time it should and historically has outperformed other investment classes. So now that we know that the stock market is you know, a great platform for investing, we now need to think about how does Bilal get hands-off exposure to the stock market? Because remember, we said at the start that Bilal is somebody that doesn't want to get into the nitty-gritty of picking companies. And that's what most people think the stock market is. People think of, you know, Wall Street and city traders choosing companies to invest in and so on and so forth. But how can old your know, young Bilal get his exposure to the stock market without being that slick city trader? Well, I'm going to propose two ways again in terms of getting exposure to the stock market. The first way, again, is something like Wahid. So Wahid on their platform, they have differing levels of risk that you can choose. And if you go for the slightly riskier ones, the so-called riskier ones, that starts giving you exposure to the stock market. And Wahid, what they actually do is they invest in a bunch of stuff all around the globe. Um, so you actually get quite a good holistic coverage in terms of your stock market exposure. 
um, which is which is really good. And again, because Wahid is something quite intuitive, quite straightforward to use, a lot of you might find this attractive. And the other way to do it, and this is the way probably I, I prefer, is to do it by opening your own brokerage account. Now that sounds a lot more scary than it actually is. But what you benefit from this because it's slightly more hands-on you'll save a little bit on fees but crucially you'll get to choose which funds you actually invest in and you also get the benefit of doing this within an ISA wrapper so all your gains would be tax-free forever and you get a £20,000 allowance in an ISA as you may or may not know and in a stocks and shares ISA, what you can do with that £20,000 is invest it into stocks and shares. And that includes investing them into funds. Now, in terms of a brokerage account, my preference is AJ Bell. I really like them. I think the platform's good. Their customer service is excellent. And my own account and my children's account is with AJ Bell. And the other key reason that I like them is that they've got the most Sharia compliant funds on there. So you can take a look at all the funds on there, decide which one or which ones are for you and then simply start allocating your money into these funds. And different funds will have different focuses. So some of them will be focused on you know, the big, steady, large companies. Some of them will be focused on the smaller companies. Some of them will be focused on the emerging markets like India and so on. And it's all about researching the funds finding out who the fund managers are and then deciding whether or not you wish to allocate your money into those particular funds. And actually a lot of the decision making around this will depend on your risk profile. So we said earlier that the fixed income type stuff would comprise around 10-20% of the portfolio for Bilal. That means his stock market exposure is about 80-90%. to But within that 80-90%, to He's not just going to put it all in one fund potentially, he's going to want to mix it up into different funds. So he'll want to research all the funds that are available on the platform. He might allocate some of it to a smaller emerging markets fund. He might allocate a larger proportion of it to a you know steady large companies fund and so on and so forth. But again AJBL is great because it's got a range of funds on there. And actually, I have got an exclusive document that lists out all the Sharia compliant funds that are available on the AJ Bell platform. And it lists it out really neatly on an Excel spreadsheet and it tells you which of them you can hold in an ISA, which of them you can hold in a SIP, which is like a personal pension account. Um, and if you want that, I'm happy to share it with you. Just email me on mohsin at islamicfinanceguru.com. That's M O H S I N at islamicfinanceguru.com and I'll send it on to you. So if you want that, just drop me a line. Now, with the ISA, as I mentioned, you get the £20,000 allowance every tax year. You don't get taxed on any gains, which is incredible. And unlike a pension, you can take the money out whenever you wanted to. So, you know, if you're saving for something and you think, well, you know, maybe in five years I might need that money, I don't want to completely lock it away, then an ISA is great because you can just sell whatever you've got in your ISA and liquidate the ISA, i.e. withdraw the cash from the ISA back into your own bank account and you know it, it's there with you which is absolutely great and by the way guys if you do end up opening an account with AJ Bell 
please drop me a line to let me know. Um, not because I stand to gain anything from it, but we're trying to build up a relationship with AJ Bell. Um, and the whole point behind that is that we want to encourage them to offer more and more services for Muslims. So the more traction we can point to, the better that will be for us. And that is pretty much how Bilal can invest his surplus money in pretty much a hands-off way, save for a little bit of effort here and there. So just to run through the conclusion of what we said. So the next steps are, first of all, make sure that your workplace pension is halal. That's super easy to do and there's no excuse for not doing it. So get that done as soon as you get into work. Number two, decide what sort of split you want in your portfolio between the safer fixed income type stuff and the stock market. And the stock market exposure can still be relatively safe. It just depends on what type of fund that you're gonna invest in. Number three, for your fixed income stuff, open an account with uh, Wahid, or if you are opening an account with Wahid, I should say, email me, mohsin at islamicfinanceguru.com for a £25 uh, bonus link, or open your account with somebody like Yielders or Igloo Crowd for the property side of the fixed income stuff, if that's what you want to go for. Number four, for your stock market exposure, you can get it either through Wahid on the so-called riskier choices or better in my opinion open an account with someone like AJ Bell and email me for the list of Sharia compliant funds I'll send you the Excel spreadsheet back and start allocating your money into different funds and actually the other thing that you can do with AJ Bell is you can set up regular monthly investments so you can automate the whole process by doing direct debits from your account into your AJ Bell account and from your AJ Bell account into the particular fund. It'll be absolutely seamless and you can automate that so that you don't even have to think about it on a month to month basis. Fantastic. So if you guys have got any questions, email me, mosin at islamicfinanceguru.com. If you've got any comments, any feedback on the podcast or anything that we do, please do email me because we always like to hear from you because you are the audience that we serve. So if we can make our content better for you, then of course we want to know that. And if you liked the podcast and you've gained something from it, how about sharing it with someone that you think would find it useful? Thanks for listening and inshallah we'll see you on the next episode. Assalamu alaikum.